We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Are you crying? No. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. You think football is still fun? Uh, yes. Sir. Yes, no. No? Sir, sir uh, it was fun. Not anymore, though, is it? Is it? No, not by No, it's not fun anymore. Not even a little bit. Just look at that. He hit the fall. That gets a free stay. <laughs> you having fun yet? Oh, yeah. I'm having a blast. Thanks. Good. All right. Welcome back to Big Screen Sports, the podcast where all movies are sports movies. I am your host, Kyle Banduho. Today's episode, we are talking a movie that me and Caroline, after you know, towards the end of the episode, realized might be the best movie we've done on this on this show in a year. And biggest of hat tips to the the Big Screen Sports Patreon group for voting on this one to be covered. We're talking Goodwill Hunting, twenty fifth year anniversary. Damon Affleck, this this movie rules, folks. This the uh, this is this is how to do it. This is this is cinema. Uh, and with that, I want to shout out our Big Stream Sports Patreon group for participating in these polls, supporting the show, and shout out to our producer-level Big Chill patrons. That is Aaron Figueroa, Mike Schubert, Steve Rogers, Kevin Frost, Mike D, Ryan Yeager, Mike Drees, Chris Mykoski, John Craig, Sam Smith, Zach Rich, Jason Alba, Stephen DeBow, Classic Stadium Fire, and Kevin Inkelman. Big thanks to them and all of our patrons for supporting this show. If you are a patron of this show, you should have some mail in, in the mail, if you do not receive a card from me in the neck within the next week, please contact me either via the Patreon messaging format or uh, or, or Twitter, because I I would like to send you something. I need to send you something, and if it doesn't if it doesn't arrive, that means that uh, USPS has screwed us because I got all those cards out. So uh, if you don't get something within the next week, contact me. Um, and if you're not a member of the Patreon and you would like maybe a sticker, a card, and to participate in, in what this show does and, and what movies we cover, go to patreon.com slash sports. We have two polls right up now for rom-com month. One of these is neck and neck. We need need a patron to come in here, break the tie. If not, uh, Caroline does it. And if you guys want to leave it up to Caroline, that is that is your business. But um, big thanks to everyone who supports the show, and you can support the show also for free just by telling a friend, tell them to check out Big Screen Sports. So uh, with that, let's talk to my good friend Caroline Darney, and let's talk about Goodwill Hunting, because how do you like them apples? 
Well, as a matter of fact, I won't because Wood drastically underestimates the impact Wood of social distinctions. Wood drastically underestimates the impact of social distinctions predicated upon wealth, especially inherited wealth. You got that from Vickers. Work in Essex County, page 98, right? Yeah, I read that too. Were you going to plagiarize the whole thing for us? Do you have any thoughts of your own on this matter? But you, is that your thing? You come into a bar, you read some obscure passage, and then pretend you, you pawn it off as your own as your own idea just to impress some girls? Embarrass my friend? All right. Returning to the pod, my co-host from Bet for the Win, it is Caroline Darney. Caroline, how are you doing tonight? Hello. I am very excited for this one. I am I am thrilled. Um, this is one, again, hat tip to the patrons. They picked this movie for its 25th anniversary. But uh, before we get into that, what is going on at Bet for the Win? Well, we just finished up the college football season. Sorry, Kyle. Yeah. Um, you know what? Only two teams get to play in the national championship. That is true. That is 100% true. And it is so difficult to get to the college football playoff. I will still continue to ring this bell or sing that song or whatever you want to say. With It is so difficult to do. Um, we have turned the page to next season. So you can look at some of the favorites for next year. Spoiler alert, Georgia is also on that list. Yeah. Uh, we've got some great stuff. Anything with uh, Nick Saban this weekend actually uh, was a big hit because apparently um, David Pollock was like, you know what I'm going to do? tell everyone that basically Alabama's dead at the top of college football while I sit next to the head coach of Alabama who's notoriously cranky and like Michael uh, Jordan meme and I took that personally <laughs> and I took that personally so expect Alabama to win next year um and we have some really really good NFL postseason coverage um I my Steelers will not be playing in the postseason which I think is for the best but they got the win to not have a losing record and it is remarkable that um my guy mike tomlin has still yet to have a losing record as the head coach of the steelers which with the team this year with the injuries and the youth youths that they have remarkable so my cowboys play tonight and uh tonight day this episode comes out and uh who knows tomorrow mike mccarthy might not have a job so (laughs) let's (laughs) fun things in the nfl postseason (laughs) But uh, tonight, we're not talking about football. We're talking about the the great sport of math, I guess, is is, is the best. Uh, For its 25th anniversary, as selected by the Big Screen Sports Patreon group, we are talking about Goodwill Hunting, the 1997 drama. Will Hunting, a janitor at MIT, has a gift for mathematics, but needs help from a psychologist to find direction in his life. It stars Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, and Robin Williams, Directed by Gus Van Zant, written by Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. It won them an Oscar for Best Original Screenplay. It won Robin Williams an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. This has a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. This movie, Caroline, is fucking delightful. It is excellent. Fantastic. And honestly, that little description, while accurate, we've we've had ones where that were inaccurate. Yes. <laughs> that little description does not do this movie justice. No. Like where it's like, smart guy needs help in life. <laughs> smart guy needs that... the point in the right direction. Yeah, spin him around, send him on his way. Um, I saw this. Uh, I don't know when I first saw this, but I was much younger. It's been at least ten or fifteen years, I think, since I've seen this movie. Um, and I can very confidently say i did not appreciate it how it should be appreciated the first time around like i enjoyed it i I remember thinking like yeah it's a good movie like you know yeah google hunting how about them apples um but i in watching it 
today or whenever when we're recording today not when you'll listen today um what is time what is um, time anyways what is time we're time traveling here um i really i loved it i felt like it hit on a lot of stuff that's even though it was made in 1997 there's so it honestly i don't think it, there was too much that didn't age well um i think they used the r word a couple times mm. to talk about his friends and stuff like that where you're just like okay that's not but otherwise like didn't age poorly and i think that the um the theme almost got better in time i don't know i really enjoyed it the acting like the the cast is loaded and it, they're all most of them are young obviously robin williams wins his oscar for the mini drive for an oscar um ben affleck oscar nominated actor matt damon oscar nominated an actor nominated for this role um you know casey affleck eventual best actor winner which i think like if you had watched this movie in 1997 and been like did he get it for gone girl he got it for uh manchester by the sea oh one of the most depressing movies of all time i didn't see that i really enjoyed gone girl though i mean as much oh. as you can enjoy it yeah amy complete side note what affleck was nominated for oh shoot sorry yeah. casey gone baby gone sorry gone, baby, i'm talking gone. about gone baby gone <laughs> two very different movies <laughs> gone girl Same and brothers. gone baby gone both good yes both excellent both very heavy topics <laughs> um gone baby gone was i watched that again recently and amy ryan um unreal oh, yeah. in that movie if we want to talk about the the pan the the pantheon of boston movies i think it's like this the town the town gone baby gone the departed yeah yes 100 percent done and, and, that and is spotlight. like yeah yeah so I mov- movies like the departed and spotlight spotlight is like one it's it's one of the few DVDs I've bought in the past like five years. Like I just, I was <laughs> okay. like, I need to have this on physical media in case streaming dies. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I love spotlight the departed. Um, I, I would say that's an easy, like off the cuff Boston Mount Rushmore for me is departed. Yeah. Um, I know, I know the verdict is one that's like an older, older Paul Newman that, that people love. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean this one, this one feels so Boston to me again, as someone who has spent, I think like five hours total in Boston, a lot of that in the airport in my life, um, feels very (laughs) Boston just because of like who we're with, who we're hanging out with, like his friends, like, you know, again, as someone who doesn't seem to Boston, these guys seem like Boston guys and, and they are, they they are, they know this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, and that's what I was like. I think that they wrote that like, first of all, what a hell of a, like, like first go at a screenplay oh. well done well done gents yeah um Kings. i mean this pairing absolute the damon affleck pairing like, yeah amazing. and who knew i mean who knew 97 like this like they blew up from there like yeah. it's just obviously like we look back now famously like, excited oscar speech where they're like hugging each other and, and through yeah. the moon part of the trivia affleck and affleck was the the youngest person to ever win for best original screenplay at 25 damon was the second youngest at 27 I mean, this jump starts to in incredible careers. Like where yeah. where does this rank for you in, in Affleck and Damon movies? I feel like I mean, besides the fact that you wrote it, I feel like this is definitely more of a Damon movie. Yes, absolutely. Like, I wouldn't Affleck consider is, this an Affleck movie. Did you say he got nominated and won for an Oscar for this? Affleck? He won uh for screenplay. They won for screenplay. He for didn't screenplay. he didn't get nominated. So the actors okay. who got nominated I was like, that was not enough time, I don't think, yeah. for him to get. Robin Williams won for Best Supporting. 
Uh, Minnie Driver was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Matt Damon was nominated for Good Will Hunting. The movie was nominated for Best Picture. This is a banger Best Picture year. So this, yeah, okay, I want to hear it. <laughs> L.A. Confidential, one of my favorites. Okay. As good as it gets. Yeah. The Full Monty, which I've I've never seen. Actually, I, of the ones you've listed, I've seen that more times than any of the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you've seen you've seen the winner. I can put a guarantee. The winner is a uh, little little movie called Titanic. <laughs> oh shit um so did DiCaprio no DiCaprio didn't win so did Jack Nicholson win for as good as Jack it Nicholson went yeah DiCaprio not nominated that's probably fair yeah um Matt, Look, that Matt, movie was excellent I mean it is what it is like you either like it or you don't it's three hours of just mushy love story between two very pretty people that have honestly both had incredible long-lasting careers as well. Kate Winslet. Our be- I mean, we talked about Kate Winslet with the holiday, like yeah. arguably our best actress, like her, our Kate Blanchett, just the Kates, like pick yeah. a Kate, any Kate, probably our best. Leo DiCaprio, probably our best like movie star of the past 20 years. Sure. But we'll these two guys in this movie are pretty close. I And I think we talked about this. Um, what other Matt Damon movie did we do? recently we talked about matt damon didn't we yeah we did what a great question <laughs> wow look at us with, with i know did we talk because i know we talked about ben affleck of course with armageddon i'm i'm looking um, through his imdb and i'm like look at all the matt damon movies we need to do oh we did the rainmaker which came out the oh, same that's year right. yes <laughs> we're actually we're doing good we're starting at the beginning of damon so j- just running down like the damon movies that I think we we will do need to do on the show. Saving Private Ryan. Excellent movie. Rounders. Yep. Uh Dogma is probably one for you and me. Yep. Um Talented Mr. Ripley, probably, yeah. Excellent movie. Legend of Bagger Vance, uh, one that actually was scheduled for last year, didn't happen, will be covered as an actual sports movie, probably needs to be covered. Um, all three of the Oceans movies. Yes, excellent. All of the Bourne movies. Excellent. Yep. Um, then it's kind of a weird period. Departed. De- departed. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. They did some. Then we get into yeah. the like. Invictus technically a sports movie. Um, Contagion. Contagion. Yeah, Contagion. T- timely. I will say there was a great, <laughs> great rewatchables episode on that. Like two weeks after the pandemic hit. Uh, true. The True Grit remake, which I loved. I don't think I saw that. Um, you know what I absolutely think he's the king of, and I think we may have mentioned this before, is the like cameo, the uncredited cameo. He is, or uh, even just a surprise show yeah. up. So I'm thinking of like Interstellar. Interst- you remember the, the moment when you're like an hour and a half into that movie and Matt Damon shows up? <laughs> I was I was at Interstellar. And tries to kill someone. <laughs> I was at the midnight premiere. Um, yeah in in midnight premiere IMAX downtown San Antonio it happens like they open up the bag Matt Damon pops up and like we're all thinking it and someone two rows behind goes is that Matt Damon (laughs) it's like like a spoiler alert for the end of for post credit for uh, Thor Love and Thunder if you haven't seen it yet yeah Um, just fast forward 15 seconds Um, I shouted Roy Kent yes just absolutely like didn't like lost control of my like ability to not yell that out. Like I didn't mean to, it just came out. Movie yeah, we're I absolutely mean, yeah. doing that's a sports movie for Ford versus Ferrari. 
Oh, that. So here's the thing. I am not a big racing person. Like I just haven't gotten into it. Like mm. I, no, no judgment on racing, like whether it's NASCAR F1, whatever the, uh, I cannot, part of me is like, if your sport takes place at 6am Eastern looking at you like premier league and mm-hmm. F1, I just can't, I'm sorry. I am not a morning person. I, the only time I get up early is if one of the dogs needs me to, um, or I have like a flight or something. That's it. But I watched Ford and Ferrari fan fantastic movie incredible also the sound mixing on that art and comes out 20 years after this one like matt damon's still doing it yeah after this i think for me this is easily in his mount rushmore just because of what it launched he wrote it um the importance like i i love the rainmaker i think this is better than the rainmaker um yeah i mean this is definitely better than rainmaker um i would say the oceans movies oceans 12 is his like Ocean's Twelve is where he shines more, um, where he's Glenn Snackwell from Publicity. Uh-huh. <laughs> we want to we want to really come off this baby thing strong, um, and then like the de- the Departed, and then with with Affleck, I I just I don't think this has an argument for the Mount Rushmore besides the fact that he wrote it. But there are like Affleck vehicles really for the next again the next like twenty five yeah. years after this. I um. I will include probably the Martian on mine yes. because I cast oh, away I mean, in space. Even the, it, it's again, I, I probably have gone over this before. And if I have just stop me on, I can't, I'm getting that age where I'm like, I can't remember stories I've told you before. <laughs> um, that book is wonderful. Tell the one about your liver again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so there's this X-Files episode, <laughs> but I just, there's something and where you sh- where you see that Matt Damon has this like actual acting skill is, and then we know that before then, but the ability to be the only person in a scene for so many scenes in that movie in The Martian, and he carries it so perfectly, mm-hmm. and he just absolutely nailed Mark Watney. Like per the, you know, I am one of those like the book was better people a lot of times because I like to read the stuff first and mm-hmm. not always, but. Um, but he was just he it was he was excellent. He was an excellent Mark Watney in that movie's fantastic. So that's probably up there for me. Um I probably have this one of the oceans in the departed. Yeah. Although like I could probably put a born in, like the first born yeah, in the for first born rules. The second born also, rules. I need to watch Towns and Mr. Ripley again, but I remember just that movie like shook my entire being. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that, loved it. Yeah. It's so creepy and weird, and he's so good in it. And Again, I think and someone else is it, but... real hot in that movie. <laughs> There's a lot of good looking in that movie. Just like Gwyneth Paltrow is bringing it. Jude Law is bringing it. <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, so, uh, yeah. So can, can we real quick just talk about the Cole Hauser Mount Rushmore? <laughs> oh, man. Also this featured in this his movie? His career. His career is, we talked about this before, like the all caps like Cole Hauser's in this like that's how long it been since I've seen it and I, my my I didn't you're gonna kill me on this one too I've never seen Days and Confused oh. so when you said that before <laughs> listen I like everybody wants some more it's it's the spiritual they every, true but yeah. I've, I've seen that now <laughs> yeah I know so he's 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 wonderful in that but like for me it's this uh Dazed and Confused, and then Too Fast, Too Furious, where he plays 
Carter Verone. <laughs> Carter Verone, the bad guy in Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah. Um, oh, excellent. I forgot he's in the oh. breakup. He's one of Vince Vaughn's brothers who runs the the boat tours thing. Yeah. In uh... so. <laughs> oh man, I don't know if I don't know if I want to get into this part, and I might have to save it. Anyway, and when I first saw Yellowstone, and duh, immediately fell in love with Rip rip wheeler immediately fall in love with rip and i'm like who is this guy and then see that he played carter verone in <laughs> too fast too furious i cannot explain to you like i could not put it together i was like this does not make sense there was zero part of me that was like damn that guy's sexy as hell in too fast too furious and in yellowstone I'm like yes <laughs> Yes, 100%. Yes. And so I just absolutely love, he's a real enigma to me. Like he can, he's played so many and he looks different in this too. Like he's, he was, he's, I looked up, he's from California. Cause I was like, is he one of their pals? Who's also from South Boston and just like worked out. Um, he's not, but he did. I, it, I believed it. I believed that he could have been. His character in this movie now might be stepping on Lenny Harris is power to the thinking of, if you don't talk so much, which is like something I've obviously never learned. If you don't talk so much, <laughs> you're so much more interesting. Cause like he could have been a big dumb asshole too, but Casey Affleck and, and, and Ben Affleck, like they're doing most of the talking in the group. He's just kind of like sitting at the table, you know, choking down beers, laughing at what they're talking about, talking about if it's a good car engine. Before. Yeah. He's like, he's like, he's great. And like, it's like, man, what is this guy all about? And like, he could yeah. be a big dumb idiot, but you don't know that. You just think he's probably just real cool. Like just chill. He guy. was excellent. Yeah. yeah. He, he passed the like hangout vibe check for me. Yeah, like, absolutely. Um, yet another movie. We don't have to do the hall of fame. All-star starter bench warmer question for the yeah, hall of fame. Yeah. This is, I, I really like thoroughly enjoyed so this is the opposite for me of the experience i have with jerry Maguire. i think where in watching jerry Maguire again still a good movie but it didn't i in my mind it was just a different thing i didn't love it as much as i thought i would um i was like all right i remember liking this movie like let's see and i absolutely loved it mm -hmm. loved it loved it loved it mm -hmm. great movie yeah i I can't remember the last time I had turned it on at the beginning, start to finish. Cause again, it was one that like, if it's on TV, let's ride. Um, yeah. But I mean, flawless all the way through this one is two hours and six minutes long. And I think paced yep. extremely well. Like it makes yep. scenes between a troubled kid and his therapist intensely rewatchable. Yeah. Like, and not, not uncomfortable, just like fantastic yeah. dialogue and two, what we know now is two of the best actors uh, yeah. who ever lived. It's it's a testament as well to like that's a, it's a testament to Robin Williams mm -hmm. as well. Like that's he's yeah. just he has this way of even just watching him in a scene like that like put you at ease mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Like I don't know. I just it's like a his acting to me is like a warm blanket. Mm -hmm. Like I just was like I I love this. Like yes, please tell more stories about Red Sox games. Like yeah. This is this is literally heaven for me. Like, just it do is that. Such, it's awesome. such a strong performance. And, like, sometimes supporting actor is where, best supporting actor is where, like, veteran actors or actresses get crowned, yeah. like, getting not, you know, finally, like, you know, Glenn Close is going to be 90 and they'll finally get her Oscar by slipping her in as best supporting actor <laughs> in, in some category, in some movie. But, like, this is such a strong performance. 
like strong, strong performance. He is yeah. so good. He plays every emotional note right. And, yeah. you know, obviously some of the, the best lines in the movie, he ad-libs the, the, the last line of the movie, which is literal perfection. Um, this like great transition by me right here, rolling right into the first thing I had for IMDb trivia. The lines in the scene where uh, Sean talks about his late wife's farting antics were ad-libbed by Robin Williams. That's why Matt really? Damon is laughing so hard. Oh, man. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Imagine being that talented. Oh, I can't even. Yeah. No. I, that's the same as if when I watched the like john williams theme for the football game i was like imagine being that talented that, <laughs> then you're just like oh you need me to whip something up all right hold on <laughs> hold on hold on one second just let me yeah and it made me want to run through a wall i loved it i was like this is fantastic i don't ever need to hear florida georgia line again like don't well i mean just that don't. that's kind of <laughs> that's... like evergreen <laughs> yeah i don't ever need to hear forever. florida georgia line so, like no more imagine dragons no <laughs> I, more <laughs> i don't ever need to hear a florida georgia line again ma'am this is a wendy's <laughs> You will listen to me. <laughs> uh, honestly, pl- place you'd probably hear Florida George line out of Wendy's. <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, he just was, he was so good. So did he ad lib the You Stole My Line? Yeah, guy, son of a bitch stole my line. Oh, like, man. That's yeah, awesome. That's part of the trivia, too. Yeah. And when uh, Robin Williams read the script, again, according, you know, according to IMDb trivia, via Francis Ford Coppola, really liked it. His one question for Coppola was, Who are these guys? And Francis Ford Coppola directed the Rainmaker, and it just cast Matt Damon. Fun little, fun little triangle of connections Look there. Look at that! Look at that! Um, okay, Th- this one, this one is like is just f- some fun hot goss. <laughs> Mini Driver's character Skyler is named after Damon's girlfriend at the time, Skyler Satinstein, who left Damon for Metallica drummer Lars Ulrich before filming began. Damon and Driver became romantically involved during production. Has there ever been an example of someone leaving, like the axes of someone's fame? Like you leave Damon for Lars or who like Metallica is still very famous, but like certainly getting less famous at the time versus someone on the absolute ascent. That's like trading. Yeah, that is like that's like trading an aging veteran for uh, a superstar. Yeah, uh, like a or like a first round pick that's going to be a superstar. That is tough. Yeah, I think I remember vaguely the Mini Driver Matt Damon relationship time frame. Mini Driver like was, in this movie. <laughs> Again, cool. I'm going to make my plug for Return to Me. <laughs> I mean, so it, it, this, I think a year after this, or maybe the same year, she's also in Gross Point Blank, where she ditches yeah. the uh, the English, her accent, but um, is. Because she is, is British, right? Yeah, she is British, but Gross Point Blank is wonderful. That is a movie I I love. So I've like my sister and I hilariously had this big like anti John Cusack thing as like growing up. I never saw Gross Point Blank. Well, also I think that was out of my general. Um, I think you'd like, like it age now. Age range. I think you'd right? like it. A wasn't lot. that like a really? I think mm-hmm. that was when my parents were like, "No, you can't see that." Yeah, no, no, no. That that probably wasn't for you when it came out. Um. So yeah, I need to watch it now. Why is is this in like order of appearance? Because she's really far down on this. Um, Mini Driver's had an interesting career. Very interesting career. And speaking of Mini Driver, there's another piece of trivia. Um, the the producer of this movie, who we will refer to as Big Dumb Asshole, um, who never needs to be remembered by anyone ever again except his yep. cellmate. Uh, but producer Big Dumb Asshole did not want Mini Driver at all for the role of Skyler. 
feeling she wasn't cute enough for the part. If you know what big <sighs> dumb asshole looks like, imagining him <laughs> telling someone that they're not cute enough is gross. Uh, be- yeah. Because Gus Van Zant, Matt Damon, and Ben Affleck wanted her in the in the movie, big dumb asshole ultimately relented, and Driver went on to be nominated for best actress in a supporting role. And recently, yes. Big Dumb Asshole was sentenced to a prison sentence to which he will likely die in prison. So that's what happens when you say Mini Driver is not cute enough for a role. <laughs> Learn your lessons, kids. Learn your lesson, Big Dumb Asshole. <laughs> I thought she was absolutely delightful in this. Oh, she's a treat. A treat. She's very, um, does the, it's like the perfect, like, late 90s gorgeous Mm -hmm. like not that she wouldn't be it's just she pulls off the styles of that age range of that year range Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like because the like i'm thinking of like the top that she had on at the but this is very very specific the top she had on the bar is very 1997 Mm -hmm. like and that doesn't look good like you know like she pulled she just looks so great in that 97 time frame i don't want making any sense like after we just made fun of big dumb asshole like i'm not saying <laughs> she's not cute or wouldn't be cute other times or judging her actual like her worth is not based on her like her value is not based on her looks um but i just she was such a perfect she's perfect casting mm-hmm. for this she was excellent perfect. they had great chemistry too mm-hmm. so thank goodness because there's also been movies i think we've done where people have or <laughs> alex friend of the podcast um and i she told me not to watch some this like the netflix i believe in santa movie that was out around christmas and of course that was like guaranteed that i will watch this and it was the worst thing i've ever seen highly recommend uh (laughs) and the premise is that this woman starts dating this guy and it turns out and he's like in his 30s like mid 30s whatever turns out that he still thinks santa is real like legit thinks santa is real oh that plot is Um, honestly awesome i love that it is the wildest thing you will ever see the guy like wears all these weird vests like all this stuff they have very little chemistry only to find out um they're married in real life oh no <laughs> that's like the most oh, devastating no. one where you're like they look like they can't even stand each other and then you like read the trivia and you're like oh okay okay but fun fact the little girl in the movie because the woman has a daughter in the santa thing um is the little girl that's in megan that just oh came out. she's a phenomenon right now yeah, Jesus because I was like, Megan. why does this girl look so familiar? <laughs> I looked it up and immediately sent it to Alex. Um, and so I have a ton of memes on my phone now that's this guy from I Believe in Santa, like wearing vests and looking like a doofus. Um, well, sad about Santa things. Damon and Driver and I, had the opposite of that. They had fantastic. And, and she was totally game for the deep emotional parts. It is heartbreaking to, yeah. to watch her heart get broken. Yeah. I also just had to text Jacqueline, quote, it was the worst thing I've ever seen. Highly recommend. <laughs> Jacqueline said, Go, going on her tombstone. <laughs> it's extremely my vibe. Like, that's, it has to be, there's things that I'll watch where I'm like, um, like, I hated, and I hate saying this, I hated Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Hated it. When I finally did it for my first rewatch, still hated it, maybe hated it more. And, that devastates me if it's something that i hate and i'm like that was terrible loved it <laughs> like that's a different genre different like, genre to, like, of yes yeah because i think with the doctor strange i had like very high expectations and 
that's another discussion for another day. We but, should do, um, and again, we'll loop in the Patreon on this. So if you, if you're not in the Patreon, folks, you're you won't get a say in this. Miss but, it out. Yeah. We, well, we've t- we've talked. Obviously, we're doing rom com month in February again. Um, we've we've floated some other theme months in the in the Patreon group and just amongst ourselves, like Heist Month and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what if uh, worst thing I've ever seen? Highly recommend month. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent, absolutely. I have so many in there. Deep Blue Sea, done. Oh, yes. <laughs> Lake Placid, done. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna put No Holds Barred in there because we have to do that because it's a sports movie. It's so. a sports movie, absolutely. <laughs> and it's the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Highly recommend. <laughs> um, last bit of IMDb trivia. It's the one like casting casting thing, and I, this isn't like they read for the part or anything, but it's just I, I want you to think on this. According to Matt Damon, when the project was set up at Castle Rock Entertainment, all he and Ben Affleck had heard for the casting over them was Leo and Brad, referring to Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. I don't. I think Leo could have. Could have. Leo could have. Could have done this. Leo could have been. Leo. He could have been Matt Damon. He could have been Matt Damon. So Pitt probably. Pitt probably could have done the Affleck thing. Um, like I, I. I have trust enough in his ability they could have done, but I think Affleck was literally perfect. I don't think he would have been as yeah, good. I, I think don't... Leo could have been as good. I don't think Brad Pitt would have been as good. Like after watching The Departed, I have zero doubts that Leo could 100% have done a really great Southie Boston, mm-hmm. like outstanding. I think Brad Pitt is too, and this is going to sound weird because we all know how I feel about Ben Affleck, especially in Armageddon. I think Brad Pitt can't get like, edgy enough does that sound right mm-hmm. yeah i mean like i know that he's played like fight club is not yeah fight mm-hmm. club and snatch like he gets into his those like gritty edgy roles, guys but... are always like cool though you always kind of like even like if this guy doesn't have it all together even like in seven like he's not a very yeah. good detective he's not a very good husband but he's just like and and affleck is i i know like and i'm i'm sure we'll have a discussion on this here in about like 45 minutes affleck is like women like affleck like affleck's handsome and affleck you can see in this movie like he could be you know handsome this is my fucking handsome boyfriend who you know is kind of like my idiot boyfriend he's super super cute handsome idiot idiot boyfriend boyfriend but then who runs his mouth at the bar with with pit (laughs) with pit it's like oh that's the most handsome guy in in southie like that's he's he's distractingly handsome and it's the thing that's held him back from just being a character actor for 25 years. Cause yeah. he, I think he would have loved that, but um, yeah, it's uh, I, especially at that age. I think he was too pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, cause that's, right? that's fight club seven. Um, yeah. I mean, he's yeah. I just don't buy him as, as Boston as like that. I just don't know. It's, it is something that, it's and it's because it that's literally I'm not even kidding they wrote themselves mm-hmm. in this movie and honestly I think that works so well because they wrote what they write what you know right mm-hmm. like why are they going to try and write something so far out of you know yeah I mean their comfort zone especially their first screenplay like all this stuff they wrote themselves yeah <laughs> I mean this this podcast was originally started on the concept of just talking about the authenticity of sports films and how much that matters and like the authenticity of this film is what gives it off the chart a hundred percent a hundred percent absolutely yeah yeah feels feels so so deep so authentic um let's take a quick ad break and then get back with three up we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, three up. Um, what are you know? What are what are your three things? Or what's the first thing that like worked about this movie? What what stands out and and brings it to that easy Hall of Fame level? I think this movie knew what it was trying to do, and I spoke extensively <laughs> about my issues with Jerry Maguire and not understanding what it was trying to be. Was it a rom com? Was it a comedy? Was it a love story? Was it a, an action like sports movie? Like what were they trying to do? And I think that where that failed with the love story side of things and meshing that with the rest of the story, this 100% knocks out of the park. It never felt like it was the only important thing going on um, or that you thought it should be the only important thing going on. It had the proper amount of gravitas to it. You were invested in it. Like you cared Mm -hmm. what I I did. I cared what happened to their relationship. Mm Um, you you but it cared also, what happened to everyone in this movie. Yes, yes. Um, and it was also, though, clear that it wasn't, the love story wasn't the point of the entire narrative um, because we don't find out what happened mm-hmm. in their love story. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that he went to go see about a girl, um, but we don't know if, it, if she took him back, if it worked, if they broke up. Like, And I only say that because it's just like, that wasn't what this movie was about, mm-hmm. but it was such a great part of making this movie what it was and why it was so enjoyable. So I think they absolutely, and I think that's extremely difficult to do, but they nailed it. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I really loved it. Watching Will Hunting navigate that relationship gives you so much insight into the character and his trauma. Like that, that part is really, really important. So they made it, so good. it was a crucial point. Um, I will say I don't write the notes on three up like in order of priority of what's good or what it's just what I think about first. So you had your first thing that worked was this deep overarching point about the movie. And the first thing I wrote down (laughs) was everything Ben Affleck wears. (laughs) Honestly, so good. That might actually be like my first note, though. The purple sweatsuit at the batting cages fucking bury me in that. (laughs) literally the first thing it says goodwill hunting at the top and then the first thing underneath is lol the tracksuits ben (laughs) it's perfect jacqueline's lucky we're already married because if we had watched this right before you got married i said that purple sweatsuit baby (laughs) that that's what i'm I'm walking walking down the aisle aisle in that just oh man yeah every single thing he wears is chef's kiss it's beautiful perfection Perfection. We don't talk enough. <laughs> Listen, Richie from the Bear brought matching sweatsuits back this year, and I, I think, I think we just need, <laughs> we as a society need to really like 
has everyone looks awesome in them. Like aging <laughs> Italian mobsters, young guys from Boston. Do, do they look awesome in them? <laughs> Anybody you owe money to. Like they all look awesome. <laughs> oh man, they were so perfect. And it was like, oh, it was just excellent the green and it also again late 1990s it was the teals it was Mm -hmm. the purples it was the like you know um i could hear his wardrobe we used (laughs) we used to wear proper things in this country (laughs) we used to be a proper country um we used to have that (laughs) sound when we walked um on so on i guess like a deeper level and kind of just we we talked about these guys like these guys, the accents, they're from here. They feel like friends. Like the most friend moment yes. in this movie is when he just randomly calls Chucky at like 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> he answers the phone and he goes, ah, go back to sleep. And he hangs up. Go back the to most sleep. Friendship. I could call my best man tonight and like pick up and be like, hey man, what are you doing? He'd be like, what the fuck? It's, it's early. Yeah, okay, go back, go to, back sleep. to sleep. <laughs> I absolutely love that. That also made a note um because it was fantastic and it's the same it's the i think again it works perfectly because they're actually just themselves mm-hmm. but like you already mentioned the the ball um the batting cage scene um but you watch your fucking mouth you're gonna get charged <laughs> like all of it's just so boston mm-hmm. and it's so perfect because it just shows who they are and it just shows these relationships and um honestly everything i just thought ben affleck worked so well mm-hmm. in this too like the the swagger that idiot well and everything he had to say about like oh we're going to the harvard bar this is a harvard bar i thought there'd be math everywhere like that kind of stuff and immediately immediately puts on so he's like oh i gotta go i gotta go talk to this girl yeah. and like walks across to start talking to me driver who no offense to like ben affleck in this movie who's again very handsome but it's just one of those like it's clear they set it up so it's like this woman is way out of his league this is a, a harvard educated mm-hmm. british woman at the bar like whatever um and immediately everything that all of them want to do is fight somebody yeah. oh all the, all the time <laughs> all, all the, the time. time because that's another like i don't want to ruin my favorite quote but i might have to because it's perfect so they're at some little league game God, love right? that. They're Honestly, love that. Love that move. Go enough where they know the players. They're telling this kid to take two. <laughs> like they know <laughs> yeah, the names. Like, and then they see a woman who they think is a nice ass. And then the guy that she's with used to beat up Matt Damon, Will Hunting, in kindergarten, kindergarten, <laughs> kindergarten. <laughs> and so they leave to go get snacks to get food and there's the whole thing about putting his bur- his double burger on layaway hilarious <laughs> um and then they see those guys and it's on site <laughs> like, but the best part is one the no one in that car really other than my favorite line which was <laughs> casey affleck going oh we just saw them 15 minutes ago like why if we we're gonna fight them, why didn't we fight them then now we've got snacks <laughs> died it was so funny because i i felt that in my soul <laughs> not that i was ever gonna fight anybody but like just really like you're like oh, if we're gonna do that why don't we do that before we just i, I gotta eat my burger got <laughs> we have snacks um and so like that part but it was on site and the guys were like yeah absolutely okay cool mm-hmm. like get out and then those poor kids were just trying to play a pickup game of basketball there were like some middle schoolers like out on this court and they just like beat up this guy and it just was every minute 
trying to fight somebody mm-hmm. like even each other in the batting cage like that was the joke hilarious he's like oh stop stop crowding the plate then like all that exchange was excellent um my, my favorite even line matt from damon Superbad. was like if you want to step outside if you want to step outside we can we can figure out. this out my favorite line from Superbad: waking up every day praying for a fight like these guys are waking up every day praying for a fight um yeah. with that with like the fight it does a good job of like the character of Will Hunting is so well done. And like, it's not like they don't tell us everything about him, you know, like, um, oh, he's super, you know, he's damn it, all this stuff. Like you don't find out how severe the trauma that was inflicted on him until the end of the movie, but you get these hints. He's wearing these tattered shirts. He's often wearing the same shirt. Like he clearly has, doesn't have much. We see his very empty apartment. He doesn't live with anybody. He, um, in that fight is clearly like, on a different level of trying to inflict damage on these guys. Like when everyone yeah. else stops, he is trying to fucking put this guy in the ground. And it's like, it's yeah. also like, it's so easy to fall in love with someone who's unnaturally talented. I mean, it's like, it's why we make a million excuses for athletes or actors or whoever. It's just, it's so easy to fall yeah. in love with a gift because you know, those people are so special. And he like, he, he also inherently like he is a good friend to these guys and he is someone that has these likable moments. You just see him has so much trauma behind him and it's, it does a good job of not forcing it on you like crazy, but giving you at least some very, very good clues. And then, then eventually leading you into it of this person is severely damaged. Well, and there's never like an aha twist reveal, mm-hmm. which I think is perfect because it's not something to be used as a, oh, surprise, look mm-hmm. at this scary past yeah. or anything like that. And I think, like you said, they do a really good job of, they show you, um, they don't tell you a lot of stuff. They show you a lot of things. They show you, um, he hates his job. That's very obvious. Mm-hmm. He's not a very good janitor. The way they slapped the water down <laughs> Man, the floor. The like, worst janitor. Terrible, the worst, terrible janitor. Worst janitor. I mean, he's telling like professor to be like, oh, fuck you. Oh, like fuck in the, you. like, yeah, he doesn't even know who the guy is. He's walking with like all this stuff. Like he's just, he's not, he's a terrible janitor. Um, but they show you. And I thought that whole scene like was brilliant with the, <laughs> I've got a lot of thoughts on Stellar Scar. Oh, Stellar, sure you Stellar, 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 Um, <laughs> Like the people coming, he's like, it's barbecue. <laughs> like, it's Saturday. Unless you want to get drinks later. I was like, easy. Yeah, that was the one line where I was like, motherfucker, yeah, what? He, like, real, you just he asked... was like real creepy professor. Yeah, like ugh. he did two scenes. We got real creepy professor vibes. Listen, um, I get you probably teach a graduate level course, it seems like. Like pretty yeah, pretty intense still, stuff. But, sir. Still, sir. Sir. Stellar skateboard. <laughs> get it together. Um, But that whole like so many people there they want to know who it is and thinking that he's vandalizing the board and realizing he's solving these difficult math problems and the idea that it wasn't just like he wanted to the the whole thought process of getting that relationship started was so interesting to me too because he found him he went to the hearing for the fight he hears him defending himself in a smart logical manner even if it's wild mm-hmm. and he's tried he said these things before and it's worked so he gets this you understand this pattern of this kid is getting in a lot of trouble but he's clearly really smart mm-hmm. like really intelligent and gets himself into things and out of things um but there's also this sense of you get and figure out about selling Sel- Skarsgård's character is there's something in it for him 
too. Like this was like, not just a, oh, I'm going to come rescue you, save your thing. And in some ways I'm like, he used him a little bit, but in other ways, I also think that that's probably was a much more beneficial relationship for Will Hunting because mm-hmm. oh, he felt sure. needed. For sure. Like, you know what I mean? Like that scene where they did it and they had the high five and the, the weird um, like TA that was clearly jealous <laughs> where he like sees him high fiving and like puts his arm around him, pats him on the head and he's like, hmm. He's, he's the one <laughs> who has like, the, uh, you know, you, uh, you know, he's doing so much for you and, and trying to tell yeah. Will Hunting like to appreciate the situation, which to be fair, yeah. he needed to be told. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, this one just you. We could do like what worked forever. There's like all these yeah. small touches, and it, this might be the best like therapy movie. Yeah, because it's um. I mean, they showed the bad instances where he again he's too smart for some of the. I don't want to say tricks because not that's not the right word, mm-hmm. but techniques. Um, in some cases, if you don't, I don't know if people feel certain ways about um, like hypnotherapy or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't particularly have thoughts. <laughs> like, I don't have any strong feelings either way. A but... hot take about hypnotherapy? No, I, don't... <laughs> I can probably work one up. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, you know, like they treat it. And I thought it was such an interesting way of showing like the way to the way to connect with Will wasn't to use the tips and tricks from the book you sold to make millions of dollars. It wasn't using these, what he probably thought were gimmicky things like the hypnotherapy or, you know, the talk me through this thing. And that's how he took advantage or mocked the other therapist until he got someone that um, listened to him. And more importantly, I think in that whole first session was stood up to him and didn't take his bullshit mm-hmm. um, because he wasn't smarter than, Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, like he was Sean. I do so badly with like character names now. Everyone's just Matt Damon and mm-hmm. <laughs> Stellar Skateboard. Um, but that was so important because then it also that's exactly what Will Hunting needed. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Get it? Like he and and that's what the importance of when when Stellan Skarsgård goes to Robin Williams and talks about you know he's from the same neighborhood and Robin Williams understands. Yeah. Instantly from yeah. that and like hearing how he talks and knowing where he's from, Robin Williams understands him more than any of those other therapists. And like I, that, that's obviously yeah. it's it's why they wrote the movie like this. And it's but it, it's not it's not wrong. It helps to talk to someone, especially when like this is someone who doesn't is very damaged, does not want to open up at all, is is extremely anti therapy. One in the I don't want to yeah. explore what's going. I, I don't want to explore my past. I don't yeah. want to get better. Part of therapy, same with like therapy, addiction, whatever. You have to have some sort of want to in terms of, of wanting to try, wanting to get better. And he doesn't have that. And he certainly doesn't have that with people who have likely never interacted with someone like him before. Yeah. And, yeah. the, you know, even if uh, I, I, I love, I, I truly love the moment where Sean not like chokes him, like yeah. take, takes offense because Will sees him still like Will sees him first as a as a therapist, psychologist, what have you. You know, he can yeah. have he has a little more of an accent than the guys he talked to, but this is still an academic. Yeah. He's still someone trying to fix him. And he doesn't get it. Exactly. Yeah, he doesn't know exactly. where he came from. And yeah. him getting physical with him and showing a little bit of, of edge, a little bit of attitude tells Will Hunting, oh no, this guy is actually is like me. 
this is the, we're, yeah. we're actually we're actually cut from the same cloth because this is what someone from my neighborhood would have done if I, I would have mouthed off to them like that. Well, that's it, isn't it? You married the wrong woman. What happened? Did she leave you? Was she, you know, banging some other guy? If you ever disrespect my wife again, I will end you. I will fucking end you. Got the chief. Time's up. Yeah. Well, in the next session, he also doesn't give in or try and push the talking. Mm-hmm. He's like, if we're not going to talk, we're not going to talk. And he didn't, like, quit after that. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those, like, stubbornness things from Will of, like, well, I'll I'll wear them down. I'll, I'll get out of this. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not going to want to, you know... Um, I thought that was just so incredibly well done. There's so many, so many powerful moments between them. With, again, without it being like a um, reveal or like a spectacle, mm-hmm. maybe is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Like, there's no moment where I felt Will was like, I, I expect you to feel sorry for me or like this. It was just a, an understanding and a shared moment of humanity as cheesy as that sounds mm-hmm. um i felt so engaged and satisfied in all of their conversations yeah and it's in it i think what really stood out to me over just the entire movie was it's just like each of his relationships had such different and powerful relatable threads whether it was um not letting himself let go of the blame for what happened to him as a child um that scene is incredible Mm, i mean absolutely devastating like um whether it's feeling like he's not good enough or something's gonna fall apart with skylar like the pushing people away because rather than you'd rather just like voluntarily leave and run away than fail them then to feel like you got like he said the whole and honestly like that was one of the best ways of putting into words about like i'm gonna get there it's gonna fall apart you're gonna feel like you're stuck living with me because i came all the way out there and like that's what happens like whatever um and then you go into again an incredibly powerful scene with ben affleck Mm -hmm. where he's like he thinks that he would be letting down his friends Mm -hmm. and abandoning them if he used his talent this being math and understanding numbers and the way all that stuff works to better him to quote unquote better himself and like leave them and not you know live next door and raise their kids together and go to little league where then ben affleck has that beautiful sentiment of i'd be pissed at you if you stayed here with us knowing what else you can do mm-hmm. and i just all three of those are very separate distinct important relationships that i think are so relatable and it's things that even if you didn't have the same difficulties in life that maybe the character will went through as described um which hopefully i mean that was just the trauma that he went through oh his his foster parents get the uh catch these hands award yes can catch all the all hands. the hands that the, the, we the should do that like person you saying, most want to fight in each movie yes, <laughs> the catch these hands award um the whole like the choosing of the wrench. Oh, like, oh. Is, I mean, oh. holy, holy Jeez. shit. Horrible. Yeah. So Horrible. it's that's kind of like a lot of what works. Yeah. The cho- choosing the wrench because fuck him. That's what, like, holy yeah. shit. Like, oh. um, I will say I don't have a strikeout 
for this movie. I don't like an ultimate thing that, that doesn't I, work. I don't think I do either. And I only have two things that technically like for three down only have two things that didn't work, but they don't really not work. They're just things I wanted to point out. The name Gerald Lambeau. <laughs> who? <laughs> who came with this? Is, this person isn't real. <laughs> it's almost, it's not quite as good as, again, my favorite, oh, Dr. Jim Whitlock. I'm from Maine. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, uh, what did not work for me is, well, she did, she called him on, she called him the Michael Bolton knockoff. So it worked, that worked. That guy had far too much confidence for someone with that hair and that outfit. Oh, yeah. I bar. mean, they, like, sir, <laughs> Caroline, imagine a guy in the 90s in a bar who is the biggest far too confident douchebag what does he look like <laughs> looks like that, that guy. guy that guy i just imagine like just like walks and like oh well actually like oh, no that's well, actually is what so class good so and then goes to late night donkeys like <laughs> so i mean that's what i actually need to call boston boston people and because those two those who were this was post bar so whether it was like 11 30 but most likely it's probably 1 or 2 a.m mm-hmm. and they were just like pounding coffees at the local donkeys <laughs> like like is that the late night situation i'm not saying i hate it no i just I mean, did not think that that was like i mean coffee's probably not a good idea if we're being honest yeah, yeah. i guess they're grad students so yeah they, they can just anymore. yeah they can just they can, <laughs> they can do it but i mean that guy the guy in that i mean we'll talk about the scene but has the clear pipeline from leaves harvard uh, goes to work for a Republican senator, like gets really into the <laughs> well, internet, like is, you know, <laughs> is just one of, one of, you know, is, is then like this time now, 25 years later, probably like donating heavily to turning point USA, um, oh the, the, the MTG campaign, like all that stuff. The absolute, this is one of the most incredible, like, douchey statements to say to someone you're going to be serving my fast food like my burgers flipping my burgers for when my my rich ass family with my kids and i stop on the way to our ski trip like that is like the like it wasn't just like oh well you're gonna be flipping burgers Mm -hmm. like that wasn't just the typical like oh burger flipping like insult it was a very specific situation in which his rich family two and a half kids whatever it is that they always say like picket fence two and a half kids are on their way to their like private chalet yeah in vermont and stop to get burgers from matt damon i was like you asshole and this thing is like failed to point out wife who likely fucking hates him kids who will, oh, kids who will hate him and wait for him to die for his money all like the whole shebang and the fact that he he thought that was like a flex to use in front of a woman that he wanted to like hook up with mm-hmm. right like <laughs> i don't know maybe i'm maybe i'm running with all the right people I, in this because I, I can't imagine any of my friends being like did you hear when he said that thing about the burgers <laughs> and the ski chalet well i mean oh. clearly this guy doesn't have a real friend in his life because he was allowed to li- leave his apartment looking like that and like talking like that <laughs> these people are still like <laughs> they're all everyone in that circle is all confidence. using him like that guy is he, he is paying he is paying <laughs> for his harvard grad tuition he, his parents have a ton of money. That is the only reason that uh, all those people. I loved him. though when Ben Affleck walks up, he's like, "Yeah, we had class together. What class? History." <laughs> <laughs> 
I just I loved his character so much just that and again that is the two sides of like unbridled confidence Mm -hmm. like and it yeah well let's I mean let's talk about like okay best scene this one this one has two scenes I watch on YouTube all the time the the bar scene leading into how do you like them apples that we're talking about and then do you like apples (laughs) so do you like apples and then, uh, like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And then, and then Chucky's speech, but like the, the bar it's, it's one of my favorite YouTube scenes, but Chucky going up and like, you, you tell me what you think. I feel like Chucky knows a hundred percent that they know he doesn't go to Harvard. I think this is, I think that's his game. I think he's saying, Oh yeah, we had history yeah. together. Like he, I, I don't think it's Chucky so legit- obvious. And yeah. that's where it's different confidence. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the confidence where you're kind of like, Oh, I'll let this play out. Like, that's i was gonna okay, say i think let's see because it's so <laughs> obvious that he's not like that that's that it's a lie that it's one of those you're kind of like okay he's not like this is this is a this is his game yeah like, this is not like a game you know what i mean like this mm-hmm. is him spinning game is his this is his in to come talk to us um and again sidles right up to him and then did they look at him he's like oh hey like whatever. and he knows they know he doesn't go to harvard and he's just like yes i think Correct me if I'm wrong. I think Chucky probably does well. I think he probably shoots a lot of shots like every night. I mean, if you can go up to people completely out of your socioeconomic class who go to Harvard and it's just like, I'm firing up threes tonight. I feel like Chucky knocks him down every weekend. He knocks yeah, down like someone. He right. Listen, he, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was it? That whole scene at the other bar is hilarious too, though. <laughs> He's like, she's, uh, you know, she's missing a tooth. She's got like this whole skin thing. After she's saying all this stuff about his size, oh my god, so fun. it was yeah, a hundred percent agree. Like he knows, they know, they know, he knows that they know. Yeah, I don't know if that makes yeah. any sense. But you're like, I you mean, know that that scene, that scene fucking rules. It's one of the best. It's awesome. one of the best scenes ever. Um, yeah, ones that are not that. Um, I I love just this is more of a sequence with the problems on the board. I love how early they get to that, but I love, love I, listen, it. love, love watching him do problems on the board. Um, Who knew math yeah, could be so interesting. I'm finding him out. I love that. I, I, I love yeah. that. Um, is there, is there an interaction between Will and Sean of, of all of them? That's, because like there are, all, all, that's what kind of watching it start to finish blew me away last night. And that like, wow, every time that these guys are together, it is magnetic and you can't look away. It's not like just boring dialogue. It's so there's the first, the first meeting with them where that ends with him saying, I will end you. I will fucking end you. Got that chief. Like, Oh, okay. Um, there's the meeting by the bench. There's the meeting between, uh, the first one, the meeting by the bench when he's just dropping truth bomb after truth bomb. And that bench in the IMDb trivia became a memorial to Robin Williams when he died. Mm -hmm. People just went there and put in flowers, which is sad. Um, (laughs) The one where Will tells the plain joke finally starts to open up. They, they learn things about each other. Will tells Sean about his date. Sean tells Will about his wife. Um, Sean also gets romance completely. They call them imperfections, but that's the good stuff. Like, Oh, but Will, she's been dead two years and that's the shit I remember. (laughs) <laughs> wonderful stuff, you know? Little things like that. Yeah, but those are the things I miss the most. The little idiosyncrasies that only I knew about. That's what made her my wife. Oh, and she had the goods on me, too. She knew all my little peccadillos. People call these things imperfections, but they're not. Oh, that's the good stuff. Uh, yeah, he's... yeah uh, Robin Williams telling the story about meeting his wife. 
and then the it's not your fault scene so i think the most emotionally connecting one is that or like the most powerful is that it's not your fault mm-hmm. scene yeah um my favorite scene i think in the movie is him telling the story about meeting his wife and not going to the baseball game mm-hmm. and i think part of that is that i'm a huge red Sox fan mm-hmm. <laughs> um gotta go but see just, about a girl it's the way that he tells it and gets by the end of it and you can tell that you know damon is a huge red Sox fan we know that like in real life mm-hmm. all this stuff like um but at the end of it he gets it like there's the moment of like you did that like you didn't go to the game you didn't see that home run like whatever but by the end of this like when he says this you know, like yeah, i had to go see about a girl like one that's a hell that's an incredible mm-hmm that's way better than you had me at hello. Like that's oh, way better way than better. almost all like so, be- so much better than so many like rom-com lines, like, um, you know, better than the, I watched Notting Hill a few days ago. Oh. It was like, you know, just a boy, girl, girl, from a boy asking, asking her to, him to love her or whatever. Listen, also great line. Not, but... Notting Hill. Like I, I wish there were more Mondays in February. It's a great movie. <laughs> great movie. Um, and I just really, really, really love that scene. In my notes, I said, I think this is my favorite scene. It's, it's <laughs> um, wonderful. I love, absolutely. And I think one of the things scene-wise that with Sean is there are a lot of, I honestly think that this, it's a, um, it's a short bench in this movie. Like, there's not a lot of characters. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, you know, there's enough for the scenes where like, like they just had the bar, or, like whatever. But you have your main players, and they all have really incredible one-on-one interactions with each other. Because I think that the Stellan Skarsgård and Robin Williams scenes are excellent, Fantastic. and that's another relationship that they touch on, and and they do all of these relationships such justice. Like I think that's what really hit for me in this viewing is it's not a movie about. Stellan Skarsgård and Robin Williams, but they hit on that friendship and the tensions and the falling out and the the um, the academic stress and the competition and all of that stuff that I think is done so well without none of it hits you over the yeah, head. We can and I infer think that's what's the, the last twenty five years of their life and relationship just yes. from the few conversations we have for them. It's unbelievable to me thinking about it now that. A, would you say they were 25 and 27 year old yeah were able to so wonderfully encapsulate so many different relationships between different ages different groups different you know whether they were romantic relationships or friendships or work relationships or therapist relationships or relationships with a friend now and the relationship that you would have potentially 25 years from now with the per- it, it was it's incredible honestly mm-hmm. like i don't want to sound so cheesy about it but like the scenes that at the bar where he was like hey have you heard of this guy like one hilarious <laughs> like um but it was so well done again none of it hits you over the head none of it like they show you they don't tell you these things it's really really good mm-hmm. it's really good this movie's good it's good when really matt damon was 27 he wrote this script when i was 27 i started a podcast <laughs> about sports movies <laughs> same same and look at you look now. at me now <laughs> um yeah wow um yeah i mean it's that that's i think you're right that's the best interaction between them i will always go to either the bar or or Chucky's speech at the construction site, which is 
incredible. So it's and I yeah. think like Affleck's really good in this movie, and you can see him being if you're just watching this for the first time and it's 1997 and you can say, Oh wow. You know, this guy could be comic relief somewhere. Maybe he leads like a rom-com or something like that. And then you watch that speech and you're like, wow, this guy fucking has it. Like he, yeah. he has it. He, it's incredible speech. Like you, you touched on earlier, but one of, one of my favorite, again, I watch on YouTube. Like if there's a YouTube clip, yeah. you know, Having a movie where there are two clips of it I watch on YouTube that are not like action scenes, not like the portal scene, um, is... <laughs> oh, now is, I want to watch the portal scene. Yeah, I mean... The one with the cheering. Yeah, we, we watched that last <laughs> night in bed. Uh, I needed I needed a pick, I needed to pick me up and yeah um, that um but no um, so can I tell you a scene that I didn't love? Oh, oh sorry no 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 no, no I was I, I was just, no I'm it's either Chucky's speech or the the how do you, I think it's gonna be how do you like them apples for me but what is the scene that you didn't love I'm interested I mean it's it's this is a very loose term of didn't love um when she it's basically just when they kiss at the like their first kiss is actually very sweet but the whole like I think I got some of your pickle I was like Ugh. <laughs> like that i was like oh my god you have to finish chewing before you do this (laughs) but i do think it was uh again he is charming Mm -hmm. charming in this movie because the whole like um i wrote it down because it was where he was she was like oh are you hoping to get a good night kiss and he was like i was hoping to get a good night laid (laughs) and just that phrasing i just and she was like oh really okay He's like, I guess I can take a kiss, whatever. I just thought that the the pickles thing killed me, but that, that was so I was mostly joking about not being my a scene that didn't work. But um, what is uh, yeah, thought, what's the best right. quote from this movie? <laughs> um, well, one the little offhand one that I do love is when he's telling the whole story about his uncle stealing the the cop car. <laughs> um, I think it's Cole Hauser that says it. <laughs> it reminds me of the new audio that's going around on like TikTok where it's the um song thing where he's like I put the bag the, in the microwave. Yeah, the Bo Burnham what bag. <laughs> yeah. Um that I got that vibe from it because I think it was Gold Hauser. It's like you've heard this story before. <laughs> the the Casey <laughs> Affleck Ben Affleck thing, their characters are not brothers, but that is very <laughs> clearly an older brother and a younger brother. Yes. Like, I don't know why they didn't just make them brothers because that's perfect. I know. Instead, um, like, it's I love like the, that when he reads you're the jerking names of the fake off brothers. In my, mom's, in my mom's room, it's like, nah, that's that's both of your mom's room. Yeah. In the, the club. It's the only room. Is there any other room with a VCR? <laughs> um, the, what was some of the other? Do you know what um, Casey Affleck's character's full name is? No. Morgan O'Malley. <laughs> when matt damon reads off the 12 brothers names mm-hmm. in just full boston turned up to 11 mm-hmm. and does it the second time that is like art oh yeah like tommy the, billy babby any of the quotes when there's a hard boston accent like when he's telling <sighs> off the guy at the bar gordon wood wood <laughs> 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 also the the smackdown at the bar there was a crowd forming as he was embarrassing this man with like oh it's the same thing you could get for a dollar 15 late fees <laughs> like um i do i think the i i did write down the whole thing we just saw them at the park 15 minutes ago <laughs> we were gonna fight him we should have fought him then we've got snacks now <laughs> so good 
Um, I love it. All of everything Robin Williams says about love, like the I said the thing Ugh. about the imperfections. Um, yeah. You know, the uh, when when they're meeting at the bench and he's talking about his wife's sickness. You know, it when he says the term when the doc when the doctor realizes the terms visiting hours don't apply to you. Yeah, I'm just like fuck. Um, yeah, yeah oh th- God, this one, powerful you're just a kid. You haven't got the faintest idea what you're talking about. Like a eh, fact check. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's, I mean, there's a bunch. I mean, I, so there's, there's two that it would be like, how do you like them apples? Do you like apples? Yeah. yeah. Well, I got a number. How do you like them apples? <laughs> or yes. gotta gotta go see about a girl. If we yes. want to get the simple ones. Yes. And um I will say the funny thing about him showing the phone number, perfect scene. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't really a note because no notes. Um, but this is just a like Hollywood thing. Like he puts that number up. He basically gave him the he number. He just do- <laughs> he just doxed that girl. He just he just yeah, doxed, like, uh, doxed me to, to dox Skyler just to show off because it's the five 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 and then he all the guys to do is remember four numbers. <laughs> but oh, I will say, um, I should have said this. And this is really more best scenes for me. I absolutely love Minnie Driver's vibes when she comes up to him at the end of the night. She's like, "You're an idiot." Yeah, oh, like queen. absolutely, it is the bossest shit ever. I just absolutely loved it because she's like, uh, "You're an idiot," and he's like, "What? Why am I an idiot?" She's like, "I've been sitting down there waiting for you to come talk to me all night, but now it's too late. I have to go." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is top notch, like just excellent. Also, how does Will not like, because the best is right after that, he embarrasses the guy, like is the king of the, like he might as well have been carried, put on everyone's shoulders and like carried carried out. out. (laughs) Because Affleck with the, how do you like me now? Uh, Which is amazing. (laughs) But like, how does he not like turn around and be like, all right, who wants a piece of the smartest guy in the bar? Who wants to go, who wants to go go home with this fucking guy? Whatever in the corner. Listen, we went to the wedding we went to right after we got back from our honeymoon, like same day we went to a bar after the wedding and there was a Papa shot in the bar. Let me tell you what I did until last call. <laughs> see, see, you get it. That's why they went over there. Yeah. Cause I also really love Casey Affleck throughout the whole thing. Just kind of like flits around to wherever the action is <laughs> because after He's an Matt action. Damon, yeah. Cause after like Ben Affleck comes over and tries to spit his game, then Matt Damon comes over and, runs him off the court um and then but like casey affleck just like kind of sidles up and he's like sitting next to the women on the other side he's just always kind of around um it's excellent there's one more quote <laughs> that's good and it's one word yes i got one word for you retainer <laughs> yeah. affleck doing the job interview is incredible yeah it's just like taking that guy's money like they just <laughs> whatever cash they had Oh man, incredible. So good. Um, most athletic moment. Slim Pickens. Probably that kid should have taken two. <laughs> kid kid should have taken two. I think um I mean Will wins his fight pretty clearly. Winning a fight is, yeah. is tough. That's difficult. Yeah, he did win the fight. There is actually one. Um after our, our man Gerald Lambeau sees him on on the blackboard and then starts like following him. After Will says "fuck you," as soon as he turns the corner, like Lambo gets there, and Will has dusted, gone. has Usain yeah. bolted through the door. Yeah, I, I, yeah, he's four four speed on that. Yeah. Oh, 
I mean, NFL Combine pro move. Yes. Uh, Lenny Harris pinch hitter award for best supporting character. Now, who's in it too much? This is an interesting sliding scale. This is really hard to do who's in it too much. Yeah. Because, um, so Damon and Robin Williams Damon and, and Robin Mini Williams Driver. Damon and Driver. Is, I think Skarsgård's on the edge. I would say he's Affleck's in it too much. I would say I would say Affleck is more in it than Skarsgård. Affleck gets a Affleck gets like a speech. He gets um, yeah. He's he's in a ton of scenes. Um, that's what I'm saying. This I, that's what I'm saying. It has like a. It's got a bench that they use just like very. Mm-hmm. They have a rotation and it's almost equal time mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Cause I mean, I lean Cole Hauser. He's fantastic. Yeah. Cole, Cole if we're saying I, I had at first, I hadn't written down his name. Like I couldn't, I couldn't remember what his name was. I hadn't gone to IMDb to look. And I wrote Cole Hauser as Boston Cole Hauser. <laughs> <laughs> he is excellent. Uh, Maybe Casey Affleck is good. Yeah. Um, shout out to the two janitors who couldn't be less impressed about the MIT professors coming to ask them about oh what. God, they were so good. Oh, you are is Professor Steve or whatever. <laughs> One scene wonders. We don't have any students working here. <laughs> your de- your degree means nothing here, fancy pants. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't you scrub a floor. Um. Yeah, I probably go. I like Cole Hauser. I because I just don't know yeah. if 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 Affleck's eligible. It's Affleck. It you know if in this Scar's in this eligible. in this fake yeah. category that we make up the rules for. <laughs> if Gerald Lambeau's <laughs> if Scarsgard's el- eligible, it's him. Doctor Jim Whitlock is available. It's him. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, you know if the uh, if the the student who uh, Scarsgard asked was this you? <laughs> wasn't me. <laughs> wasn't me. <laughs> me. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, yeah, I would say Cole Hauser, just like off vibes. Yeah, off vibes alone. Vibes. It's it's one it's a good yeah, car. Good, it's good. It's a good car. Good engine. Good car. That <laughs> he's like, this is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's good car. Good engine. And good listen, car. we'll find out pretty soon how good that engine is because it's because mm-hmm, he's driving cross country. Yeah. Okay, the Peter Gallagher Award for the hottest person Who in this movie. Sexy saxophone. Yeah. Uh, okay. Man, I I need to go clip that. I, I realized I didn't last week. I need to do it because that's... Uh, um, This is... This is tough. Yeah. It depends on how how you feel about Damon. Because there, there have been various levels of Damon and Affleck, too. Because, like, you, you, it's hard to look at them in this movie and not think about, like, who they are. And, like, I, I leave this... Is Matt Damon hot? Are there movies where Matt Damon's where Matt Damon's hot? This is where you get into like the semantics of like you know cute versus hot mm-hmm. versus handsome. Type he has thing. a lot of cute. He has um, it's not baby face, but it's like boyish face. He does. He he has a boyish face, mm-hmm. and he's he's uh. <laughs> This is I texted you about this. This is I have a thing. I just call I call it like dirty hot, and that's Cole Hauser. <laughs> where it's like the vibe where it's like. This is not necessarily the person that I'm usually attracted to or someone I know is not right for me, perhaps. When you're getting over your just relationship like, with the pet detective, you got to move on to someone else. This is like, and honestly, to keep it Boston, um, I can see his face now and I'm going to blank on um, 
the bearded guy and no shirt walking around town when, after they won the title. Um, Napoli. Oh, Mike, Mike Napoli. <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of like, this person is not good for me, but I am very attracted to them. <laughs> um and in a way like goal hazard that's more like the rip vibes like that's more the like this person is just going to probably ruin my life but uh, man look at him yeah like, cole hauser is giving off just vibes, vibes. in this movie and, and again, you don't know enough right, about him it, yeah is he is he dark does he have a dark side or is he just chill like are you would you be you know would you be hooking up with Cole Hauser for like three months and you finally like one day you're like I'm tired of this we never do anything like I feel like you're not as into this as I am I'm leaving and he's like all right all right and you all want right. me to drive you home like- <laughs> and you're like no because then you come back the next week because you can't get him up <laughs> like that is Cole Hauser I actually don't think this is and we've I, I I'm on the record I think I said that Armageddon is some of Ben Affleck's handsomest work yeah. like he is hot in that movie <laughs> the new I veneers are fresh out of, of the that. oven <laughs> i there's a little bit like again it's it's the he plays it perfectly it's the track suits it's kind of like the it's a weird like poofy slash slicked hair mm-hmm. it's an interesting look um and so eileen i think cole hauser <laughs> but and again i could also go um mini driver's just beautiful but she's almost like too like just angelic beautiful she she is saxophone. but for me i don't know it's many many uh you're you, got, you haven't factored <laughs> in the accent accent true great. that's true she uh, has and like look she's got a great personality in this movie too. I, it's the, it's the scene at the bar where she's like sexy when she comes over to him and t- tells him he's an idiot like i'm like okay yes. yeah yeah that's yeah. that's 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 what you want i just realized uh affleck i was thinking about like what's another movie where he has like the poof hair and it's also dazed and confused so yet another movie that let it, yeah yeah just a reminder um just a reminder that i need to watch my homework assignments uh, he's gonna send me like worksheets with questions about each of these movies i'm supposed to watch <laughs> best time worst time i have a clear worst time the guy at the bar I mean, yeah, he actually he has a terrible time, <laughs> terrible time. I didn't even he think about that. By two of them in front of hot chicks. Like he gets double punked. He gets punked there, like at, in the moment. The how do you like me now? The whole thing, and then gets he's just trying to enjoy his late night dunkies and gets dunking. how do you like them apples? <laughs> <laughs> like he has a terrible time, and his hair looks like that. So yeah. Uh, Gerald Lambeau is stressed out of his fucking mind from the second he, does he not meets Will have Hunting. A good time. No, the, the the whole thing where he's like, "I cannot sleep <laughs> because knowing that you exist." <laughs> um, but he does discover like a well, but at the same time, he discovers this guy that like he's trying to. I do think that his intentions are actually good mm. and i don't know if that's widely accepted or if that's controversial. I don't know. I mean, he um, says yeah because he says the thing to Sean about Einstein and these like special minds. And he's like, I owe it to society to try to have this person turn into something good and like change the world. Like I, I can't right. let this, it's like, you know, it, it's like the, whoever saw Giannis on the basketball court for the first time, like we have to see what happens here. Yeah. I just, that's where I mean, like, I think his intentions are good that I don't think he's trying to like monetize this into his own gain. Like, obviously there's probably some personal like 
fielding medal type gain that he will get from the notoriety of being the one that discovered the smart janitor mm. that you know whatever whatever but i do think that it's legitimately they he wouldn't go through i mean it was court ordered i guess but he wouldn't go through as much trouble to find the right therapist for him mm-hmm. and pair him up with sean if it wasn't um like something that I actually think that he cared about what happened to yeah, Will Hunting. It wasn't like important. And so <laughs> I could almost say like, I was like, oh, well, he found this guy. But then he left and didn't take any of the jobs and he helped set him up for it. So he's left <laughs> high and dry there too. He just so like, left, this, left looking like an asshole in front of all these Yeah, these come on, Lambo. <laughs> um, who had the best time? What's the Ben Affleck? I don't think I think, I think Chucky down. had the best time. I think that guy just loves life, man. He just, let's go to the little league game and drink some happened, 40s and just have a fucking riot even if something happened where you could say like oh that would be a bad time he was like ah yeah well and the thing is too like yeah. the one time it might be him potentially having a bad time like the guy trying to trying to make him look stupid at the bar if matt damon had not come to save him he still would have kicked that guy's ass so he would have had a he would have had a fantastic yeah. time he would have flattened the guy with the oh, ponytail yeah. no one would have said shit and they would have left because he knew yep, the bouncer. 100%. He was ride or die for his best friend, gave his best friend amazing advice, mm-hmm. um, supported his best friends, uh, drove around, got burgers, drank 40s, hit on chicks. <laughs> Living the like, life. He, he had the absolute best time. Best time. Um, the Keith Morrison Award for, could, there, <laughs> could an aspect of this movie be turned into a Dateline episode? Probably something around the guy at the bar. <laughs> this one night turned this man into the Joker. Yes. <laughs> but that wasn't all. Turns yeah. out he did not like them apples. <laughs> yeah, did not like apples. Um, Probably something with Will Hunting's foster parents, unfortunately. 100%. Yeah, that's 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 um, like the, the Dateline episode we don't want to joke about. No. Or... Um, no, that's no. I was gonna say something about like creepy professor. I was about to say <laughs> this Harvard professor was. Things looked on the outside like they were on the up and up, and he was just mentoring. <laughs> but upon further look, was that all? <laughs> Dateline investigates. But Gerald. I just... <laughs> just Keith Morrison, you're a, you're a gift to the what world. A king. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh. Oh. roster moves. <laughs> Who's there, bud? Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> the answer to almost everything in this is just Ben Affleck's character. Air bud walking up to them at the bar and saying, I'm in your history class. <laughs> the guy talking because shit think... to Airbud. Trying, oh, yeah, Airbud. What? <laughs> what class? Like trying to one up him. Um, Cole Hauser is Airbud. That'd be You've great. Just a story. real mysterious, <laughs> real mysterious dog mysterious around. <laughs> um, I, if you take, because part of it's like this: the Sean's stories are too sad to have a dog oh, tell them. Yeah. But having a dog therapist, I mean, I essentially do. <laughs> <laughs> I've got two of them. Will um, Hunting's yeah, like backstory like, is also too sad. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's why you got to go. That's why this best time. Airbud overlaps for me is like just because honestly he gives me kind of like golden retriever vibes. <laughs> <laughs> nothing's gonna get him down dude no. just get him some snacks and yeah. 
let him drive around for a bit, <laughs> put him in the car. Yeah, 100%. yeah. Have him. It'd be also very funny to have Airbud barking at someone complaining about them masturbating in his mom's room. <laughs> <laughs> also true. Drink Airbud drinking a forty in the little league game. <laughs> Airbud, you used to play little league, didn't you? <laughs> and then later gives you like a really deep motivational speech what else could you want so, speaking of motivational speeches the big chill i say this one has three i would say chucky's speech because i'd do fucking anything to have what you got so would any of these fucking guys It'd be an insult to us if you're still here in 20 years hanging around here is a fucking waste of your time you don't know that i don't no you don't know that. Oh, i don't know that let me tell you what I do now. Every day I come by your house and I pick you up. We go out, we have a few drinks and a few laughs and it's great. You know what the best part of my day is? It's for about 10 seconds from when I pull up to the curb and when I get to your door. Because I think maybe I'll get up there and I'll knock on the door and you won't be there. No goodbye, no see you later, no nothing. I'm just left. I don't know much, but I know that. Yep. Them giving him the car. I loved that. Yeah. That was so sweet. Yeah. And then the ending. Him leaving, yeah, leaving the, note the note. And, yeah. Fighting the note. Um, He writes like a toddler. Yeah. I, okay. <laughs> I'm actually, if you're a patron of this show in the last week, <laughs> you've probably received a thank you note from me for your patronage. I know my handwriting is bad. Okay. <laughs> I believe in earlier patron notes. I even in some of them apologized for the handwriting. I just want to tell you, I know it's bad. Okay. <laughs> oh man. I just, I was like, this is so sweet. Oh, his handwriting is like, he's eight. That, I mean, that's the thing. Like that, that, that would be me. That I, that, Oh, I love that scene so much. Looking at him up in the window, mm-hmm. leaving the note. And I loved the the balance or the mix of you didn't know where the boys were going. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you didn't know if that overlapped exactly on time, like the whole thing. And and I really honestly loved the he knew when he looked in the window that Will had gone mm-hmm. and that that was the right thing. Like it was like the moment of like mixed sadness and happiness mm-hmm. for it. Like he knew it was the right thing, but he was going to miss his bro yeah. type thing. Um, but I also, the oh, man, um, Robin Williams acted the shit out of that coming down and he had his cool little red socks. I, jacket. Know. Oh, I want that jacket. And he looked and he kind of was like, I think he heard the car mm-hmm. and that's what brought him outside. And he wasn't expecting the note. And then the note that was like, Oh, that was kind of like the chill moment for me. It was like, seeing like looking over and seeing like he was happy he was content i think knowing that that was like he came by i think mm-hmm. but then he saw the note and <laughs> son of a bitch stole my son life it's, it's so it's good excellent per- i mean it's excellent perfect ending perfect ending. Yeah. this movie could not have ended better for me i'm like i'm glad you don't see the reunion in san francisco yeah i don't need it yeah or i guess palo alto i guess she's going to palo alto yeah, again, I don't need it. No. Because it wasn't about that. Mm-hmm. Like, even if they don't get back together, the growth that he experienced was so much... I just, you know, again, I understand how cheesy some of this sounds, but just, like, I didn't need it because that 
they balanced it perfectly with what the relationship was and what he needed and where he grew and all that stuff that it was enough again so cheesy it was enough for him to realize he was good enough mm-hmm. and to try mm-hmm. like that was the win not necessarily getting back together with her or whatever else we didn't need to know all that we need to know that he got to the point where he knew that he was good enough but yeah. it wasn't his fault mm-hmm. wasn't his fault mm. so good um, that's honestly honestly that i think that's a chill yeah. moment yeah too. a non a, a, a non-sports movie with a bunch of chill moments is incredible truly because yeah. usually those are reserved like big time for sports movies yeah. incredible um i okay. love this movie. so good before more restore prequel sequel remake remake get the fuck out of here like never this yeah, should no. never be touched again a, a prequel no i don't want to see i feel like a prequel's too sad no, yeah um so i i want to see a sequel yeah. so there there are two ways the sequel could go i've thought this out um yeah <laughs> you like open a binder so over the past 25 years <laughs> flip, just flip to tabs yeah. over the past 25 years will hunting has um you know he's gone to therapies worked on himself like he's in a really good place maybe you know him and skyler ended up working it out got married skyler's a uh, successful doctor will hunting has some ultra successful math job what whatever you know they he's doing math on the red. Yeah, so they live in a nice neighborhood in California. They are the elite. They have elite friends and stuff like that. But like, will what we know about Will Hunting is he's not going to leave his boys emotionally in here in the heart. And it's not like him leaving there and Chucky finding him gone. It's not like they're never going to talk again. So it's no, like no, 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 no. Will Hunting and Skyler in their ritzy California neighborhood. And who comes to visit? It's Chucky and the boys for a weekend of hanging I mean, out. Uncle Chuck. Outside of, again, sadly, Robin Williams. Yeah, why not? This cast is still incredible. Yeah, it's like National Lampoon's anything, Christmas Vacation, is, but it's Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like it's, if anything, the cast has aged like a fine wine. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. everyone is doing. So Casey Affleck, has he, this This is like gross to say, has he overcome the allegations levied against him? Like I have, or people just like, I don't, uh, yeah, so him? I should say age like a fine yeah. wine with an asterisk of like, yeah, I mean, this is not me saying that they're good yeah, people. One, yeah, Casey <laughs> Affleck, Juan Austin, I guess he's still working regularly. Um, ben Affleck and Matt Damon still beloved. Um, Matt Damon, or uh, Ben Affleck married, married to J-Lo. Like, yeah. Yeah, so still, still. What doing year? Stuff. What year is yeah, it? Yeah, Cole Hauser is on one of the most popular shows and in, in, on TV. Um, you know, Mini Driver still probably looks fantastic. I mean, you got Scars Guards over here crushing it in Andor right yeah, now. Yeah, like, listen, geez. we Jer- let's work a let's work a Scars Guard offspring in here, and Gerald Lambo's son comes to town. Let's get some some hey, more hot. If you want to. Do you want to bring in my lieutenant commander from Battleship? <laughs> Taylor Kitsch, big bro. Yeah. I am always game for multiple Scars Guards, unless it's the scary one that played Pennywise. Yes, Bill. Because that is he Bill. seems lovely, but you have now reached Tim Curry status, which means if you play Pennywise, I can never look yeah. at you the same. Although I saw there was an like uh, a behind the scenes thing or something. It was like they're doing a take 
it's like him as Pennywise with like a kid and they're doing cake and a take. And as soon as they say cut, he goes, he goes to the kid. He's like, are you okay? Is everything like, how are you feeling? And oh. it was, it was so, pre- but he's like in fucking Pennywise makeup. Like terrifying. <laughs> but he's like, as soon as, as soon as the cut was over, he's like, okay. And the kid's like having the time of his life. He's like, yeah. And he's like, okay, well you just make sure like you, you know, so that, that was when- like, I, I can get over the Pennywise makeup now. My, <laughs> my sister made me go see those with her. And when we saw the second one, we were like the only two people in the theater in Alamo. And then I think it was right at the beginning. It's when he like counts to that little girl under those bleachers. He's like, wow, like whatever. She would call me and just do that. (laughs) God, siblings, man. Never. I I realized that I said the whole Andor thing and completely skipped over the fact that Skarsgård's a major MCU player. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Eric Selvig and he's fantastic. Um and he, yeah. and he's in and uh, uh uh Dune. Yeah, well uh he's in Dune but then the um, most terrifying thing I've ever seen. I was thinking of just Alexander Skarsgård in uh in the most recent season of Succession It's kind of like an Elon Musk type which will be very interesting. He's it's, in that? Yeah, he's in I haven't seen the new he's season. He's in season 3 of Succession. It's kind of like an Elon Musk but before Twitter Elon Musk so I don't even know what season 4 is going to be like but it's going to be amazing. Oh my god. Great. I have one more sequel to leave yeah. you with. So Will Hunting, we mentioned that he had gotten a job offer from the NSA, like cracking codes and things yeah. like that. So he's working for some sort of government agency, the FBI, the NSA, yeah. whatever. He's in charge of cracking codes or doing something that like stops crime, apparently. And in his hometown of Boston, there is a spree of bank robberies. And the prime suspect looks like his boy Chucky. And it is yes. essentially a pre. It is essentially like the town, except it's Will Hunting I'm- and Chucky, and it's kind of like a Fast and the Furious thing with the original, where he's trying I to would- he's trying to get in and figure out is it actually Chucky. I would watch the hell out of this. Yeah, again, in. rip in it as well. Oh yeah, we get because I mean, you can see us. You can see a world where Chucky and Morgan and Cole Hauser are like, well, I guess we got to start robbing banks, like. Yes. Let's give it the time. Let's yes. we'll we'll loop in Jeremy Renner's character from the town. Like we'll we'll make sure he's there. Uh, I think that's. I need to watch the town again. I remember ever very evergreen statement. That. Like the town uh, town rules. Town has a couple YouTube scenes for me that I I haven't seen. I've seen that once. I think also I like I think I said I watched The Departed again recently in the last couple of weeks. Am I like you know furlough bin movie binging? Um, I watched a bunch of the ones like the classics. Mm-hmm. I um, God, that movie's the good. The part is unreal, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And I t- man, Matt Damon's excellent. It. Leonardo DiCaprio so good. That so good. It's an outstanding movie. That movie also has Matt Damon tell Alec Baldwin that his 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 cock is working overtime. <laughs> That movie's so great. I shout out to all the Boston accents. This movie rule the. If you come inside, I'm gonna fucking charge you. Fucking charge you. The accents. This movie is just like this is crowding the place. This is one of the best movies we've ever done on this show. Yeah, like it. Like actual real best. Actual real like me best movie. Like swooning over Armageddon or battleship yeah. or whatever yeah like i it, i again i cannot say enough i this this movie's excellent mm-hmm. it's it's entertaining and emotional and hits all the right notes without there's this is the per, again perfect example 
of show over tell. Yeah. Like they don't tell you any of these things. They show you these relationships. They show you the growth. They show you, it's incredible. They, I'm still just in awe that these guys were able to like put this together mm-hmm. at, you know, I still think that 25 and 27 is young, obviously, but um, they're like to make that your grand entrance is, is remarkable. And there are movies that are rewatchable, but not that good really good but not that rewatchable and this is like both this movie is excellent yeah. and highly rewatchable i'm just kind of looking at stuff we've done recently just see if there's anything that compare i mean die hard objectively um you know kind of like it's i don't good- think it's as deep now um if we if we'd done roadhouse like that clearly would be of there. course of course <laughs> another one i watched recently of course um yeah this i i can I'm pretty sure this is the best movie that we have done on the show since I would say Top Gun Maverick. That's what I was going to say. I was like, obviously, I'm, I'm a big Top Gun Maverick fan. So I, and I think that's just a really good movie. But um, yeah, this was. Yeah. This one ruled. This one ruled. It was excellent. Caroline. I've, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Where can the people follow you? <laughs> you can find me at CW Darney, both Instagram and Twitter. Um, and I'll probably be talking about my dogs, Maverick and Bennett. King, Maverick King and Queen. to sleep. That would be great. Yeah. Good. But, Good he's sleeping right now. He slept through the whole thing. He loves sleeping, not in the crate. <laughs> loves that. He he respects <laughs> my time at editing this show because if he was barking yes. the whole time, it'd, it'd be a tougher edit. So yeah. I, I appreciate he's, that. He's doing the like feet moving dreaming right now. This is how like perfectly content he is. He's just he's 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 a very very good puppy he's so much fun he's got great personality he just will not chill in the crate he wants to sleep on the bed what an angel it's very hard it's very hard not to let him know <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode of big screen sports remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcast rate and leave a review if you're an apple podcast if you want to support the show and get a say in the movies that we talk about like this one this one won a poll in the patreon group Therefore, got covered. We have two barn burners up right now for the month of February for rom-com month. So go check that out. Uh, and yeah, we'll uh, we'll catch you next Monday. Another great episode. Thanks for listening. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that seventy-five percent of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over thirty-five, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.